Welcome back to the West Booth Podcast. I am your host, J.D. Jackson. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers played their first preseason game versus the Sacramento Kings. I'm going to get into what I saw, what I took from that game, um, and how I thought Russell Westbrook looked, how I thought Anthony Davis and LeBron James looked in the preseason opener. And guys, guess what? Tonight, they play another game versus the Phoenix Suns. I can't wait. Guys, remember, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. And as always, you can find me on Twitter, JD Jackson, at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube at JRock Soccer and Basketball Sessions. Let's get it. Guys, the Los Angeles Lakers played their first preseason game. All three of 360 suited up. They played the first half. And the final score is 105 to 75. You guys know I don't care about the final score. The big three didn't even play in the second half. Uh, so I'm, I'm not too concerned about that. If you really want to be technical, I think it was 46 to 41 um, at halftime, Lakers. Um, but we're going to get into what I thought about the first half. That's what I'm going to concentrate on here. Um, just That's where we saw more of the players who were actually going to play the game. And like I said, it's 46-41, I believe, in the first half. Uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, we'll start with him. Look, I thought he looked phenomenal. I thought he looked faster. Uh, some people are saying he looks a little bit, that he looks slimmer. Um, it, to me, he packed on some muscle like he always does. That's just my opinion. Um, and from from what I hear, uh, I won't tell you from who. He's he's still 6'3", about 200. So, um I think that he he looks normal, but he is really fast. Um, he's got some lift on him. Um, you know, he's Russell Westbrook. I thought he looked great. Um, he had a the first score for the for the Los Angeles Lakers on a drive, uh, north and south. He just got to to the rim quick, uh, blew past Fox and laid it up. And then he had another one where he rocked the baby. He came off the uh, off a drive and uh, finished, hit his free throw. The free throw was silky smooth. Something I was very happy about. I know a lot of people talk about it because it was one free throw, but it was silky smooth. His, he looked like he was setting his routine. And that's always important for, for Russell Westbrook. So I was very happy about that. Um, he rocked the baby already. Some people had a problem with it. I didn't because I, I like the passionate um, Russell Westbrook, the ruthless, rude uh, basketball player. He has no friends other than the ball and his teammates. You know how he is. Uh, so I was happy to see that. Um, he was absolutely. He looked absolutely phenomenal to me. We're, we're, you know, we're looking at how he's moving, um, how his speed, his his lift, uh, his confidence, uh, things like that. And he he looked like Russell Westbrook. So I was really excited about that. Um, we'll get to LeBron James now. Uh, I thought LeBron, um, he was what I expected, and um, I usually don't like the year twenty excuse for the regular season. But for the preseason here, I'm going to say this is what I expected from a year 20 player uh, in his first preseason game. He's a bit rusty. Um, but, you know, he spent a lot of time, like, parked in the corner, things like that, um, which is not to – this is not a statement I am saying to slander LeBron. But it's what I thought LeBron would – LeBron, I applaud him for saying he's going to play more preseason games. I really do. And I think that that's great. Um, but he's pretty much taking it easy. Um, like I said, he stood in the corner a lot, kind of watching. 
um, to see like you know how his new teammates and how his how Anthony Davis and Russ were going to work and and things like that. And then uh, he's a little bit rusty with his jump shot, which I expected. I'm not too worried about it. If that bleeds into the regular season, then I'd be more concerned. But you know, he, he is he's just kind of seeing how things work. Uh, I think uh, right now, in my opinion, I, I I very much hope that that's not how uh, he'll look in the regular season, and I and I don't expect it uh, to be. Anthony Davis, um, I'm going to be honest, and I know this is probably going to make some people upset. Um, and look, you can Twitter, J.D. Jackson, always in forever art, if you want to discuss. Uh, I thought Anthony Davis looked healthy. I thought he looked good as far as his movement. Um, I think he got tired real quick. Um, and we'll talk about that later because I think everyone got tired the first preseason game. Uh, but I thought he got tired uh, quick, but he's... He's gone the longest amount of time without playing an actual basketball game, so I wasn't surprised by that either. Um, the part that I still... I didn't watch Anthony Davis a ton before he joined the Lakers. I just really didn't, uh, other than when the OKC Thunder played the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, he just takes way too many jumpers to be 6'10". I, for me, I just... He still takes a ton of jumpers. Now, he made them. He made a couple of threes. So I I don't maybe I shouldn't be complaining about that, um, but he just he takes a lot of jumpers to me, and uh, that's still something that I I wish he was more in the post and in the paint, um, as far as his game's concerned. Um, that's my that's my only, but that's always been my issue with Anthony Davis. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm just picking on him randomly here. Uh, that's always been my my issue with AD. I wish he'd get more in the paint get to the basket, force uh, force the opposing defender to foul him um, and make a decision whether or not they're going to get dunked on or going to try and foul him. You rack up fouls, you get free throws, things like that, and then everything starts to look better. Uh, he was 4-9 from the field, 2-4 from 3, so he didn't shoot poorly. So I don't want to say, like, I'm at, I'm saying he, he can't shoot. Um, what he was is outstanding on the glass. He had 11 rebounds in one half in 16 minutes. Uh, he was absolutely incredible. Um, like very, like he was just so good uh, in that regard. Uh, and um, that's good considering that the Lakers have so many guards um, that he had those uh, 11 rebounds. LeBron, he had one. Uh, like I said, he struggled. Uh, but I, I, I think he was just kind of waiting to see how things looked in this one. Um. Now, someone who looked out of place to me was Austin Reeves. He played 20 minutes. Um, I'm not like I'm not too worried about shooting. Uh, he just seemed like like he was just how do I explain it? He was just out of sorts or out of place. Um, Austin Reeves to me, he seemed so much better when he was playing alongside the big three last season. Uh, he was the one bright spot often um with just his hustle and his tenacity uh the doing the little things and you know sacrificing his body all the things you need role players to do right and he was the one player last year that was okay with being a role player because you had all these lock hall of famers on the team Carmelo Anthony things like that um alongside the big three and he was he was that and and he he was successful at it in various games and he seemed not that in the first preseason game, in my opinion, 
Um, but I think it's because he wasn't with the stars. He was, you know, trying to run the show that he liked to try him at point guard, uh, which was reported that in, in camp that that's what he was trying to do. And um, but he wasn't out there with the stars. And so he seemed kind of out of place to me. Um, we'll see uh, how he looks versus the Suns tonight. Uh, maybe it'll be a little bit better. Uh, but that he was one that I just wanted to point out. Um, now, Damian Jones and um, Thomas Bryant. I wasn't overly I wasn't overly excited about their play at all but they're still way better than what we had at center last season um I'll just put that out there their energy um in itself uh to me says that they're going to be better for the Lakers than what we had last season but I wasn't overly excited about what I saw Damon Jones he did have four rebounds Thomas Bryant had three in this 19 minutes Damon Jones played 21 I just didn't think they were great. Um, now, Damian Jones did have a couple of blocks, I believe. Um, one was very impressive. Um, they're better, but I, I want to see more. I guess that's the best way I can put it. Um, Damian, I don't think I don't think Damian Jones only took one three points. I know everyone's worried about like can they stretch the floor? Um, and Thomas Bryan was zero for one from three as well. Um, but combined, the centers were four or six from the free throw line at 66%. So uh, hopefully they can build on that. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I wasn't overly I wasn't overly surprised um, or pleased with the center play. But I do think they were better uh, than, than what the Lakers had at their disposal last season. Um, who else can I talk about here? I talked about the – oh, Kendrick Nunn. I thought that he looked great. I'm very, very – happy about Kendrick Nunn I you guys know on this podcast I was very skeptical was if he was going to be ready because it kept seeming like he was having setback after setback um, but it looks like he is ready to go uh, I thought he looked really good um, he was four or seven from the field he was very fast uh, he was getting into the paint getting to the rim which was which was you know a pleasant sight now he turned the ball over a lot um, I believe if I remember correctly I think he had like five turnovers um that's kind of expected because he hasn't played real basketball in a very, very long time. I don't want that to bleed into the regular season, but I wasn't overly concerned with it in the preseason because he's still like he's been out of sort. He didn't play at all last season. So he's completely out of rhythm with like real bat NBA level basketball. So those turnovers, I did notice it, of course, uh, but it was not something I'm overly concerned about yet. Um, Swider played, you know, he can shoot pretty much. Um, now here's the bright spot to me. The one player I think just hear me out. I know he fouled a lot last season, but one player I think should we think about really playing Gabriel winning Gabriel? Should we think about it? I mean, think about it, guys. He had. He had four blocks yesterday. He was hustling. He was all over the place on defense, on the board. He had 10 rebounds, four blocks of steal. He was, for in 20 minutes, three of eight from the floor. Now, he's 0 of 2 from 3, and that's the thing that makes you concerned about playing him uh, alongside 360. I get it. But, guys, he was so good. And I watched that game, and he stood out to me. Winyan Gabriel. It made me, should we think about should we think about Gabriel playing heavy minutes? He's 6'9", 
I keep I keep saying we need wings between six five and six nine. I will say six six to six ten. That's really what I say. He is six nine. He's long. He can rebound. He can block shots. We just need him to shoot better. If he can shoot better, William Gabriel is someone you have to think about playing alongside the big three quite often. I was very, very pleased with William Gabriel uh, in this one. Very much so. Um, now, I don't want to forget <laughs> Patrick Beverly. Look, he was, he was hitting his free throws, okay? He hit his free throws. He was out there running around. He was doing that. He was he was he was running around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh he's he's funny. Uh he played 13 minutes. Um he's very funny. Now he did some good things defensively, uh rotations and stuff like that, because he's Patrick Beverly. Uh, I don't want to make like it all like I'm I'm joking around with him. Um but when he has the ball, he's it's pretty comical. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he, he had a great fast break alley-oop, uh, to JTA. It was beautiful. Uh, he still did. I saw him do good rotation things and communications on defense, which is what I expected from Patrick Beverly. Now let's get into how the team played as a whole. So I can get into what I was concerned about, what I wasn't. Uh, I just want to go through certain players right there. I don't think I missed anyone that I should mention. Um, so let's get into that right now. Okay, so we're going to talk about as a team now. The thing I was most impressed with as a team was the team defense in the first half till about the five or six minute mark um, in the second quarter. Okay, look, I know there's this video going around and there's a there's a whole war going on. Okay, with between my fellow Russ fans. And I think it's really LeBron fans. It could be some Laker fans mixed in. But, you know, basically, my fellow Russ fans versus Lakers or LeBron fans. Where there's a clip and Russ gets beat back door because he's watching the ball. That happens. Okay. Russ, you know, he, he runs, recovers. The ball eventually gets to Fox, who LeBron James is guarding. But LeBron James, after Russ gets beat... And everyone, and he runs. LeBron James is just turning his body but guarding air. Okay? So you got Russ getting beat back door. Bad. You got LeBron guarding air. Bad. Fox gets the ball. Nowhere near LeBron. And it's the three. Okay? The reason why it's funny to me is those are all bad. Yes, guys. That's bad. One, the defense was largely really great with the starting lineup the entire half. Why did you guys decide to pick out one play to complain about and act like that's indicative of how that entire half went or that's indicative of how Russell Westbrook played the whole day or LeBron James the entire game? That's not. That's not what happened. The defense, I was very impressed with the defense of the starting lineup. That included the big three. It's one play. And I tweeted out, you can go look, I screenshot, I tweeted out probably 30 seconds before that happened. I tweeted out simply, there are some tired Lakers out there. And then 30 seconds later, you watch that play and you're like, they're exhausted. Not shortly after that, did he start to pull them out. 
the hands start to pull them out. Yes, it's bad. Am I overly concerned? No. It's the first game of the preseason. They were exhausted. No matter how hard you freaking try, you cannot duplicate game speed. You just can't. It doesn't matter how hard you try to do it in practice or in a scrimmage. It's not the same. I caught it before that play happened. There are some tired Lakers out there right now. And when I watched that play, I thought, yeah, they're exhausted. And shortly after, Ham starts to pull them out. Time to sit down. Which I agree with. You don't want to, you want to get hurt because they're tired as well. I'm, I'm thinking they'll ramp up their minutes a little bit more in this game. And a little bit more the game after that. So that they could get into game shape. But even LeBron James himself it said that around game 10 is when he's really in game shape. Because you just can't duplicate it. You can't. Largely, the defense was very good. Here's what I loved most about the defense. All that crazy, confusing switching they were trying to do last season, which created all these driving lanes and miscues, people standing wide open all the time. You guys remember that? Just that's everywhere. I just people standing wide open everywhere like it's practice. What I loved about it is Ham said, damn, with all that switching. Players were fighting over screens, fighting over pin down. They were doing whatever they had to do to stick with their man. I loved it. They just stuck with their person. If there needs to be some rotating, they rotated hard. They closed out hard to the corner. At one point, LeBron, he closes out hard to the corner. Now, the guy dribbles basically right into Damian Jones and Anthony Davis which is what you want, that's textbook, because his job is just to run him off the three-point line. The guards are digging in. They're playing aggressive because they know they have Damian Jones, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James behind them. They're fighting over the screens. They're pressuring the ball. I loved it. I want to continue to build on that game after game after game. The The more they're in game shape, the better that defense is going to look that way. Now, we get a good test tonight versus the Phoenix Suns Um, because I personally don't. I know this is one of the best Sacramento Kings teams they've had in a while. I just still don't think it's that good. (laughs) That's just just my opinion. Uh, Are they fun to watch? They probably will be uh, with Fox and Sabonis and stuff like that. But I don't think they're good. Like, they're not making the playoffs. I just don't believe that. Um, So we'll get a good test tonight versus the Suns to see how that defense works. Um, but I was very impressed. I love it so much more uh, than what that they were trying to do uh, last season. Now, um, as a team, another thing I was impressed with was for a lot of the times the ball was really moving around the floor, um, which I'm very impressed with compared to last season. It seemed like it was a lot of ISO. Everybody standing around watching everyone dribble the ball. Um the ball was it was moving, um, and it was creating you know good opportunities, good shots. Um, them their defense was creating turnovers and was getting them into transition. I like that as well. Um, now, something that stood out to me was how great it was when Kendrick Nunn and Russell Westbrook were on the floor together because of their ability to break down the defender and get to the rim. It was absolutely beautiful. They were dumping off passes to people. They were getting dunks. They were getting to the rim, finishing. 
those two on the floor together alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis, it worked so beautifully versus the, the Sacramento Kings. When they were not in, the offense actually struggled. I don't go back. I, I watched the game more than once. When they were off the floor, they really struggled to score the basketball. Um, when they were on it, they were they were just getting both of them. There are two guys that can run a hundred miles an hour, and because of the spacing that Darvin Ham has created with four out one in, there's all like he said himself. When you do four out one in, there's already one defender not on the perimeter. Then you can tell that they know exactly where to stand this year. There's no confusion because of the boxes he was putting on the floor in practice. There's just so many lanes. And because the ball's moving, when Russell Westbrook and Nunn were getting the ball, if there was a lane, they were just shooting through it quickly. And my gosh, does Russ look fast. None as well. North and south. No sideways dribbling. No between floats. Nothing. They were getting that rock. And if there was a lane, they were shooting that gap. And it was beautiful to watch. I was very impressed with them on the floor together. Let's see if it looks like that versus the Phoenix Suns. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Because I was very impressed with those two on the floor together. And I was a little bit worried uh, about that uh, prior to. Now, it kind of makes you think when the rotations start. I feel like there should be one of Russell Westbrook and Kendrick Nunn on the floor at all times. You can start them together, that's fine, but there never needs to be both of them sitting. That it it just they made the offense so much easier for everyone else. It's, it is it was just so fun. It was very fun uh to watch. Those were my biggest observations um on the first preseason game. Again, I don't care about the score. I don't really care about people, you know, not shooting well for the night. You can build on that defense. You can build on that offense. I really think they should look at William Gabriel getting a lot of minutes. He was just great to me. Reeves seemed, seemed a bit out of place. Let's see how he looks. Um, AD looked good. I just think he takes a lot of jumpers. Um, LeBron, I'm not worried about, personally. Not at all. And Russell Westbrook, he looked great. Let's see. And here's the thing, guys. Lonnie Walker didn't play, and Schroeder still isn't in L. He's still, I don't think he's ready to play. I know Darvin Ham said early this week, so maybe I'm wrong at the time of recording this podcast. Maybe he is back and he's ready to go. I'm not sure. Uh, but you got Schroeder and you have Lonnie Walker, and those who didn't even play. And so I'm really, really excited uh, for this season. I really am. But, guys, we've got another game tonight. Right here is where I'll break things. Thank you guys so much for listening to the West Wolf Podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And please, please hit that subscribe button. I'm on all the major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, CastBox, and much, much more. So please, please hit that subscribe button. And guys, I will see you tonight. If you want a live tweet, Lakers, Suns, second preseason game. I'm looking forward to it. And guys, you know, if you want to discuss with me, as always, you can find me on Twitter, JD Jackson at Always and Forever Art, and on YouTube with J Rock Soccer and Basketball Session. And as always, until next time, peace.